Hello, multi-asset strategy is an investment discipline that has taken on great importance in recent years. Today, we have here with us Mr. Yuchi Chiguchi-san. He is head of multi-asset strategy of BlackRock Japan. We'll discuss how investment managers apply the basic fundamental principles in managing these strategies, and specifically how he and his team apply these principles in analyzing the Japanese stock and market and finding opportunities there today. Thank you for joining us, Chikuchi-san. Good afternoon. So, uh, let's start from the philosophical question. Yes. Uh, so, what basic approach do you guys uh, use uh, or are popular among investment managers these days in managing multi-asset strategy? I see. Uh, one of our competitive edge is uh, to introduce uh, FACTA investing ideas. So, traditionally or historically, multi-asset managers or focusing on the assets. So how do we optimize the asset? Uh, from our perspectives, slightly different approach. We are focusing on the common driving force of the each asset class. Sometimes high yield bond is moving with equities. Sometimes that high yield bond is moving like a fixed income portfolio. So we need to figure out the common driving force. That's a factor. So our approach is not combined asset but combined with the factors we defined. So to you, the important thing is not to uh, define what asset class is most attractive, but understanding what factors, what driving forces are making these asset class work. Exactly. Yes, when I take a look at the asset class like leads, it's a kind of real estate, equity, or fixed income. Reality, they have a lot of factors inside. So once the lead, move, lead, lead index is going up or down, we have a lot of sense of the increase of the interest rate factors or economic factors, sometimes or emerging factors. So, so maybe give us some examples that the factors uh, you and your colleagues use. Yes, uh, we actually running a multi-asset portfolio with using six different macro factors. Economic growth or real rates, inflation, credit, and uh, some others. So, focusing on their macro factors is very important to capture their entire market at one time. Fascinating. So, uh, maybe let's take a, a, a factor or two and understand how you apply these factors mm -hmm. in analyzing the Japanese markets, for example. Mm -hmm. I understand that the, you know, the product you guys run is a global product, mm -hmm. but since we're in Japan, let's talk more about Japan. Japan. Mm -hmm. I think the Japanese stock market mm -hmm. has been an enigma for, for many long-term investors mm -hmm. because the, that's sort of the counterexample to long-term investing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's always a belief that if you invest long-term in the stock market, mm -hmm. you should be made whole at some point. But as we all know, it's been a challenging situation. Mm -hmm. The Japanese stock market yeah. has been fluctuating for many more years yes. than, uh, than people typically anticipated. Mm -hmm. I think there are maybe in Japan's case, Japanese equity market perspectives, uh, many of them are led by the currency factors. Mm -hmm. I don't think if, if we apply the currency development as one factors, because uh, when I take a look at the topics index, maybe on the market cap basis, 30% of their, their topics indices are export-oriented companies. So 
that is quite highly affected by the currency fluctuations. So what we have seen in the first half of this year, maybe 10% appreciation of yen against US dollar, hit their topics indices with 18% depreciations, basically due to the heavy decline of the 30% part of the topics indices. So when I take a look at Japanese entire Japanese equity market, the currency factor works so much. But when I take a look at them more precisely, more, for example, like uh, mid-smaller cap space or other maybe economic secret ground names, these groups are highly affected by their economic cycle in the US. So that means that uh, maybe economic growth factor works so much. So how do you use your factor research to mm -hmm. take advantage of the situation? Mm -hmm. Do you uh, use your, uh, apply the result of your research to uh, happily or happily await some of these sectors or avoid some of these sectors? Is that how you uh, handle the Japanese stock market situation? Yes, uh, generally speaking, uh, we have a more quantitative approach to figure out relevant factors. And uh, going back to the last 30 years, maybe of course the REITs has no history over the 30 years, but the many uh, asset class has a 30 year, over 30 year plus history. So when we take, when the quantitative schemes, we pick, we capture the price development of the each asset class over the last 30 or 35 years, then we would like to have some uh, mathematical calculation to figure out the factors. And uh, the factors were economic growth or real rates, inflation and so on, then we would like to create a synthetic portfolio by factor by factors. For example, like an economic growth factor is composed of their uh, leads and also their uh, mid-small caps and EM debts and so on. So combined with uh, these six factors, uh, we could create their multi-asset portfolios. So I think another question people have been wondering mm -hmm. is uh, if people 30 years ago uh, did not invest in the Japanese stock market, mm -hmm. They probably would have done a lot better. Mm -hmm. Would your factor approach, would your factor research actually uh, convince people to invest elsewhere, say 30 years ago? Yes, uh, maybe uh, for the Japanese equities perspectives, uh, for our time, economic growth factors work so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do not have so much uh, influence by the real rates factors. And economic growth mainly uh, comes from the US economic cycle. So if we have a heavy growth of the U.S. domestic demand, U.S. economy, then we will have some lots of beneficiaries of the U.S. economic growth. So and these groups like uh, automobiles or electronics manufacturers, or precision instruments manufacturers, these names are main parts of the Japanese equity indices. So from their perspectives, their U.S. economic growth, economic growth factors work so much for the Japanese equity. I think another question that fascinates investors today is to get a better handle on the impact of negative interest rates. Uh -huh. How are people approaching the analysis of the Japanese bond stock market these days when negative interest rate is so prevalent? Uh, so far, maybe it started from the end of January this year. So it's too early to maybe judge the situations. And actually, the many of Japanese bond investors are now suffering. And some, some investors are simply increasing the duration risk, while well, others are totally giving up and go to the non-Japanese bond with currency hedging. But maybe recently we have another problem, rising hedging costs so much. So 
Their Korean message uh, delivered by their Bank of Japan or Japanese authorities is uh, maybe vote for rebalance. The bond investor should consider about other instruments for the safe return. Safe return means that they're very low risk and constant income gain. I think another question that has become uh, very obvious from our discussion mm -hmm. and an angle or CFA Institute is very much interested in is uh, the skills that's uh, required to manage a multi-axis strategy. Because mm -hmm. look at the issues we've discussed. We talk about fundamental issues, we talk about uh, quantitative issues, we talk about macroeconomic situations, mm -hmm. and we talk about companies, etc., etc., how they actually manage their business, their business models. So for someone to manage, to successfully manage a multi-asset strategy, mm -hmm. what are the skills that are required? What are the critical skills in, in your mind? That's a very good question. So we need a wide range of skills. And also a wide range of experience in each asset class. For example, like equity investment experience, and also fixed income investment experience. So what we are doing in their multi-asset strategies is to capture the, the common driving force of the market with observing the 240 different markets on a real-time basis. So we do not have any equity specialist. We are not have an equity specialist. We are not the bond specialist. We are maybe uh, special for the cross asset. And uh, we could create a barrier to switch equity to fixed income or including other equity asset inside. That will create our values. That is a very important point. I think the market we're dealing with is a completely changed market right now. And to be successful in this market, mm -hmm. it's no longer about simply picking the best stock. Mm -hmm. It's having the big picture, mm -hmm. understanding different disciplines. Right. And I think your point is right on that people need skills in all these basic disciplines right mm -hmm. now. Quantitative, fundamental, big picture, top down, but also bottom up. Mm -hmm. So I think we were looking at a totally new investor here in a way. This has been a very enlightening discussion. Thank you again for joining us, Chikuchi-san. Thank you very much indeed. And thank you for watching. Copyright 2016 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.